Hi, this is Marty McFly, and you're listening to Hydrate Level 4. Boy, oh boy, Mom, you sure know how to hydrate a good podcast. Welcome to Hydrate Level 4, a podcast where we take a look back at movies from different generational perspectives. And I'm your host, Peter. I'm your co-host, Phoenix. And today we're going to review the Zack Snyder's uh, zombie movie, 2004, Dawn of the Dead, uh, which is a remake. And before we get into the actual movie, uh, I want to talk about some of the... um, uh, the, mo- the the songs and movies that came out around this time. Uh, but also, this is Phoenix's uh, first return since, gosh, what was the, the last movie that you came on? Um, it's been a while. I'm, I'm not exactly, I, don't, I can't remember. Yeah, for those that don't know, Phoenix is my son. Uh, this podcast started out as a father and son podcast. And as he got older, he just became a little bit more uh, unavailable. And he, he chimes in uh, every once in a while. But I know you were on for the 100th episode for sure. And I feel like you were on at least one more after that. Uh, one or two more episodes. Did you, well, you, you did a couple new release uh, appearances, right? So, um, what well, what what is the uh, the superhero one? Um, the Deadpool. That yes, was, I was that, on that was after one hundred, right? Um, maybe <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> Again, it's it's been a while, but uh, yeah. So we're gonna look at this from the father and son perspective. Uh, uh, the Dawn of the Dead. So some of the songs that came out around this time. The number one song at the time. Pretty sure you know this one. Usher's Yeah, featuring Lil Jon. Yes. And Ludacris. Uh, yes, I do. Yeah, so the song that preceded it, Twista and Kanye's Slow Jams. No. Mm-mm. I think if you heard it, you, you'd recognize it right away. It's a, it's a pretty popular one. And the song, the number one song that preceded it was Usher's Burn. Uh, the name sounds familiar, but not exactly sure what it is. Again, I think one of those, if you heard it, it you know, it kind of plays on the radio from time to time, but not as often as Yeah Yeah. Uh, looks like that was number one for about mm, at least three months. So that was a, definitely a hit song there. So I'm not going to read some of the popular movies around that time. I'm going to read you the top ten, and you just tell me if you heard of them. Okay. Number ten, The Polar Express. Yes. Number nine, Nash, uh, National Treasure. Yes. Eight, Born Supremacy. No, wait, yes. Seven, The Day After Tomorrow. Uh, yes. Yes. Six, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Yes. Five, Incredibles. Yes. Four, Meet the Fockers. Mm-hmm. Three, Passion of the Christ. Uh, yes. Two, Spider-Man 2. Oh, yeah. One, Shrek 2. Oh, yeah. So you were four when those movies came out, and you recognize all of them. Yes. Yeah, so uh, any of those you still watch today or any of your favorites at all? Uh, I watched Shrek 2 last week. Okay. Um, favorite. But that was on TV. Yeah, that was on yeah. TV. Um, Spider-Man 2, is that, is that up there for you? It's it's not one of my favorites. Um, because that that's the Spider-Man you grew up with. Yeah, Sam Raimi's. Um, it, it, I like Spider-Man, but um, Spider-Man 2, I don't know. I, I never really liked it as much as the I, first one. I thought you liked Doc Doc though. I don't, I don't remember. I haven't actually seen the movie in a long time. Okay. What about The Incredibles? That was... I, I remember that being one of your childhood yes, favorites. Yes, that is one of my favorites. Um, yeah, that's. I think I rewatched that a few weeks ago, actually. But um, and I, f- I feel the day after tomorrow is one of your favorite, maybe disaster movies. No, favorite no? disaster okay. movies probably two thousand twelve. Okay, okay. 
surprisingly. All right, and National Treasure. Oh yeah, that's I, I definitely love that series. I think that's a family uh, favorite of ours there. Yeah. So uh, yeah, very very good year for music and movies, I'd say. All right, so Phoenix, do you want to hit us with the plot summary of 2004, uh, the American horror movie Dawn of the Dead? Sure. A nurse, a policeman, a young married couple, a salesman, and other survivors of a worldwide plague that is producing aggressive flesh-eating zombies take refuge in a mega Midwestern shopping mall. All right. And uh, starring in this movie, we got uh, Sarah Pauly. She plays, uh, it's Anna, right? Or Anna? Anna. Anna. Uh, Ving Rames plays uh, the cop here. His name is uh, Ken or Kenneth. Jake Weber as Michael, Mackay Pfeiffer as Andre, uh, Ty Burrell as Steve, Michael Kelly as CJ, and who else do we want to mention? I don't want to name them all, but the, the, the ones that have like more of the speaking roles. Um, who else? Nicole is played by Lindy Booth. Mm. That's pretty much it. Yeah. All right. So this is a zombie movie. Again, 2004. Uh, what is your first overall what was your overall reaction of this movie well what are your uh thoughts it was um it was interesting you know going from a slow paced zombie show like the walking dead well not exactly slow paced but um uh different moods you know this this movie was kind of darker um seeing the zombies go as fast as they were going was just like crazy to think about because that's not exactly completely used to it it's was this the first time you've seen them this fast no um i've seen like trailers and like clips of um 28 days later which mm-hmm. is even like cr- like just like creepier in general mm-hmm. um yeah you know, I, I played video games and one of my favorite games is uh dying light which is a parkour slash zombie game and like in there you know zombies can run too so i've seen that okay um Okay, so let's. Uh, we're not gonna go scene by scene. Um, we're gonna just kind of talk uh, uh, overall thoughts and and some of the scenes and and things of that nature. But the the first thing I want to talk about is actually the opening scene before we even get like a like a title credit. You know, it kind of plays almost like a TV show. But I guess movies, you know, they do do this. But the the first scene I want to talk about is uh this this uh this couple and they have a, a little girl named Vivian. Right, and uh, the 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 father and mother they're in the in the room, and the, the mother's actually played by by Anna, right? Um, no, this girl is not their daughter. Oh, it's just a really yeah, just a random girl in the neighborhood. Oh, okay, and and they know her. Up to okay, good. okay, so that's something I completely missed while taking notes. But um, okay, so so that scene where where they see Vivian in their in their bedroom door. You yeah. know, and they're just laying in bed, and she's uh, her face is all jacked up, and um, I really like the is it Lewis? Was that the yeah Lewis? Okay, yeah. So I really like his reaction. He's like f, you know, and just runs up to her. He's like, oh my god, we got to call the ambulance or something like that. But what what do you think about that entire scene of like seeing Vivian and and how he reacted and stuff like that? I think it was a great introduction to zombies in general. Um, you know, it was. It was 
I I didn't watch the original um, Dawn of the Dead, but neither did I. We'll throw, a, that, throw that out now. There's a little girl in that one, right? I'm, I mean, I've seen like little clips of that here and there. Just this little little zombie girl. You but, you mentioned uh, to me after the movie that you had seen bits and pieces of the original, you know, like on TV or something. Mm-hmm. I've seen like nothing at all. Okay, of the original. Okay, um, you know, yeah. The way that Zack Snyder portrayed zombies in this first scene was was great, and you know, it showed um, kind of like Anna's hope in humanity so far, like how she's gonna start seeing everything after seeing Lewis just turn like that. Um, and you know, this, this opening scene where she's just driving by and seeing all this chaos. You know, I really like that uh, that. You know where she's driving, and then you see like all the chaos happening around her, things running into another, you know, vehicles and stuff. You know, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that James Gunn also uh, wrote this movie. I, I think that was a, a surprise to the both of us when we saw his name in the credits. Yeah. Yeah. You know, director of Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy and such. So the the, the first meetup, you, you know, where she runs into. Uh, Bing Rames's character, you know the the cop, you know his name is Kenneth uh, in the movie, and then ultimately meeting Andre and uh, Luda, you know who is uh, Andre's pregnant uh, Russian wife. They run into another group of people, and they uh, head towards the mall. What was what was your thoughts going on at, at this point when they kind of just meet up? Um, well, kind of just meeting up. Uh, I I didn't think too much of it, you know. Just, something to help the plot go along uh, meet new people get a get the crew bigger you know okay um w- what i thought that you might uh, mention is that um okay at, at this point already i was already making comparisons to the walking dead because i didn't know ving rames played a cop uh, in this movie i knew he was in the movie uh, i knew very little about the re- even the remake you know going into uh watching it for this review and so I see Ving Rhames as a cop. I'm like, oh, you know, I think of Rick Grimes uh, immediately. And as this group meets up together, I'm like, okay, this is almost like the same size of like our crew in The Walking Dead as well. And they're going to the mall, right? Where The Walking Dead, they, they've gone to like a, a prison. They've gone to a, a community, uh, the church, you know, all these different locales. And so, so... Already, I was kind of making uh, comparisons uh, to to the TV show. Did you did you find any comparisons to the TV show at all? Um, I actually didn't think about The Walking Dead. I was watching this, which was oh, nice because wow. um, you know, The Walking Dead it's 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 its own thing. It is, and um, and it also uh, I think it was created just a year before by Robert Kirkman um as the comics. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it was his own thing. I I left it at that. Um, any I don't think I like drew up any comparisons whatsoever actually between the two shows oh okay or you know uh, movie and show right yeah for me i was just like you know this is um this movie could have been a big influence on on the tv show you know uh you know maybe maybe the the creators they they saw this movie and um they you know perhaps they sought out you know some uh some comics or something that that involved zombies and then created the show i'm not sure speculations you know or just theories i guess and um once they got to the mall like one of the very well no i i guess we saw like lewis and and all of that act up or act out but lewis turned 
uh, into a zombie pretty darn quick. Mm-hmm. It was like a minute. It was, yeah, it, it, it was that quick. But I feel like some of the other people, you know, kind of take longer. So they play kind of uh, a little loose, I guess, with uh, how fast somebody turns, you know, depending on the situation. But what are your thoughts of these um, people turning really fast? Well, not only that, but also they're they're um, they're very agile, right? They sprint mm-hmm. towards you, and um, clearly they are you know just looking for uh, live human flesh. Well, uh, you got to remember um, when when you're bitten, you Lewis was bitten in the neck, and it was a pretty big bite, so he died. He from was that. gushing, gushing yeah, blood. He, he yeah. died from that injury, and then mm-hmm. he turned. But if you you know the uh, the dad. He was just bitten in the hand. You know that's not going to kill him until you know the infection takes over, and then he can turn instead of you know a minute. The which, which dad is this? Is this inside the mall? Yeah, Nicole's dad. Okay, okay, I gotcha. Um, so you know there, there's that big time difference right there with um dying and just being infected. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. What was what was the question? Oh, just uh, like uh, about them, like uh, sprinting and stuff. Oh, about them sprinting. Yeah. Um, you know they moved pretty fast for people who were dead, but um, I don't know. It was just really creepy imagery, you know. The uh, the dad that you spoke of, uh, I just kind of wanted to point this out, and also a bit of a shameless plug for me. Um, he was the dad. He was the the next door neighbor dad in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Uh, Russ. You you probably kind of vaguely remember that movie, but he, yeah, he was the next door neighbor, um, who also you know lost his son in the neighbor's backyard. So he is in the uh, the TV show Timeless, uh, which is uh, NBC, and I don't know how much of a role he has in there yet, but I've seen him in the uh, the pilot episode. I don't recall him in the in the second episode quite yet, and Mackay Pfeiffer is also in Frequency, uh, the TV show. Um, both shows I actually cover uh, on one of my other networks, at Cortex Parts, uh, under the podcast TV Ate My Brain. So I thought that was really interesting that I was covering Dawn of the Dead for Hydrate Level 4 and then two actors from two different TV shows that I'm doing instant takes on. So uh, anyone that watches those shows, uh, check me out on TV Ate My Brain. But uh, yeah, that was very interesting to see. Uh, but uh, w- what did you think of that scene when they find out that um uh, i think his character's name is frank when they do notice the the bite mark um what did you think about like you know his his daughter's there you know and then frank mentions that you know he already lost i think two sons and a wife at that point mm-hmm. well he he tells them about that when they start to confront him about it um yeah where, where they after they decide that they're, they're gonna have to kill him mm-hmm. um you know, it was a. I don't know. I, I, was it sad to you? Did Did you feel for Nicole at all? Not really. Um, okay. You know, I I understand that it must be hard, but um, you don't think they um, set it up to, or at least for you, you 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 weren't too sympathetic. You're just like, well, this this is what happens. Yeah. Okay. Just because you know you've seen this type of stuff before. Sure. But um, you know, later in the movie, um, Nicole just comes whiny to me and I just didn't really sympathize with her okay much later didn't really care for you were waiting for her to get bit yeah okay I was hoping I was hoping I was crossing my fingers <laughs> sure okay uh, the one of the the first um 
times in the movie where we start getting some tension, uh, some real tension between characters is actually inside the mall where they meet uh, some of the the guards, you know, mainly CJ, uh, played by Michael Kelly, which I loved his character. Mm -hmm. Um, But what what do you think about uh, the meeting of those two groups? Um, It was tense, you know. um, All I could think about, though, was how he reminded me of... um... Detective Lance on the show Arrow. I know you don't watch it, but uh, I don't know. That's just who he reminded me of. By uh, looks, is he the uh, the lead detective in in the in the show? Yes. Okay, I I know who he is. Uh, I I've seen like I don't know a few ep- enough episodes. I know that he's that um, that woman's dad. Yeah. Whatever um, her name is, the the attorney. Oh, um, Laurel Lance. Her, yeah. Yeah, um, he's played by uh, Paul Blackthorne. Okay. Quentin Jack, yeah. That's just who I was thinking of the whole time I saw CJ. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see that. Uh, Michael Kelly, I've seen him in other movies. He's a, he's a great character actor. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed the hell out of his portrayal as, as CJ. Um, do, would you, let me see. Which side, uh, which group would you have sided with? Like, if you were one of the cops, do you think you would have been with with them, or maybe that's not the way I want to ask that question? Which, um, if you put yourself in the shoes of one of those groups, like who who do you think was kind of on the right? Do you, do you get what I'm trying to ask? Well, it definitely wasn't those security guards because okay. you know, the mall is a really big place. More people means more security. Um, I get what, where he's coming from, though, CJ. You know, you don't want to trust the wrong people, otherwise you can die. But um, but but here's the thing. I mean, because uh, Ken is a cop. You know, he's even wearing the uniform, and uh, one of the other guards actually points that out as well. Mm-hmm. You, you wouldn't have trusted the uh, the cop. Well, um, you know. I'm not sure what they've experienced because, you know, in the right. opening scene, when you see Anna going this way, she tries, you know, she almost gets like um, hijacked by an ambulance guy, which was, you know, pretty um, interesting. You know, uh, you bring up a good point. There are some really, really funny things that happen in this. Like, I don't know if they were like blatantly supposed to be funny, but I laughed like out loud uh, many a times, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in it, some of them were like the the the, the one liners and, and things like that, which were, I think, supposed to be funny. But, yeah, there there were other times I'm just um, things like that where, where the ambulance guy was trying to jack her vehicle. You know, I I don't think that was really played for laughs, but I mean, because that that would really happen. But I found myself laughing, you know, because I thought it was actually really funny. Um. Yeah, I I see where CJ is coming from, but I feel like I I don't know if it's a a thing in his character. I don't know maybe if he was like uh, slightly racist. Do do we get any kind of inkling that he might have been racist? Um no. He doesn't like use any slurs or anything like that, but I'm trying to think like why did you not team up with the sheriff like or not the sheriff, uh, the cop and you know try to come to uh, come to some kind of medium? You know, it, it, I just thought it, it was really interesting. I mean, it, it made for a, a good movie, you know, but um, yeah, that's that's all I had there. What were... Okay, so in the special features, you know, we kind of watched that. We watched, uh, what is it, Andy, right? The the guy who owns a gun store. Yeah. We we watched his uh, uh, footage, you know, so we got to kind of see a bunch of things from his point of view where he recorded with the camcorder. Uh, I read this on IMDb, but apparently from what we learn in his video 
the movie is a span of 29 days. Wow. Yeah, and we actually kind of get like passages of of time in a, in a bit of a montage where we see, you know, everybody up on the roof and they're having Andy who is across the way and they communicate with him like via a um uh dry erase board, you know, to communicate with him that way. And they they're having him like pick off like some of the zombies and they're calling him or calling the zombies by like celebrity names, which I thought was really funny. But um yes, we see like a passage of time like a uh, Ty Burrell's character, Steve, him, and like the other woman, uh, I don't know her name, but they they are screwing each other, you know, in broad daylight because it's fun, I guess. And um, did you have any favorite characters uh, out of any of the people in, in the uh, in the mall? Um, let's see. Nicole was annoying. He's annoying. He's a jerk. Um... Yeah, Steve, uh, played by Tyra Burrell, he was he was uh, a bit of a jerk. Probably CJ, even though he's locked up. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I I mean, locked up for I mean a decent chunk of the time, but mm. I mean he's in the entire second half. Like he he was an interesting character to see. You know, it was, it was nice to see him get along with the characters in the end. Um, and not only that, what did you think uh, about his demise? I thought it was good. You know, a fitting end to a fitting role in the in the movie. Um, he he uh, looks at this, um, uh, you know, the gas, what is it, canister, and he's just like, uh, I, I forget what he says exactly, but basically he's just like, well, well, of course, you know, this this makes sense. This is how I die. Because, like, throughout the movie, there's been, like, uh, uh, you know, the very first time, like, um, the these twitchers, as they call them, uh, which, by the way, they never used the word zombie, just like the TV show uh, Walking Dead. Well, they they only called them twitchers if they were twitching enough to get shot. Yeah, but that's that's the only name that they give these things. You know, they don't ever refer them uh, to them as zombies. And I don't even think they really mentioned that um, in, in the movie that it's even like caused by a virus or anything like that. That it's only kind of mentioned in like on, on the back of like um, you know, the cover art on like DVDs and such. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, but yeah, the, the, there's been a few scenes where CJ is involved with like blowing things up, you know, and, and killing the zombies, and so that's that's how he dies as well. Uh, what do you think about the the cop uh, played by Ving Rhames? I thought he was good. You know, I felt like if uh, if I was in the mall and then you know I'd gravitate towards him. You know, he seems like the type of leader I'd want to follow instead of anyone else. We do find out a little bit later that he was a marine. I don't I don't remember actually. I think okay. I think for sure he was in the military, but uh, I don't remember exactly which branch, and uh, that kind of made sense. Did you feel bad that he tried to uh, keep leaving to go see his brother at uh, Fort Fort Pastor or Fort Pastor? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, I didn't feel I don't feel bad, but you know that he kept trying to leave. Mm-hmm. You know, and they told him Fort Pastor was dead. And he's like, I have to see with Mona. It's like, yeah, that's just stupid. You know, you gotta stay okay. stay at the mall. If it's already gone, it's gone. Uh, no reason and, to go. Risk okay. your life. What do you think about the the other story with uh, Andre and Luda? You know, Luda's pregnant again and um, close enough to to be you know giving birth to the, to the baby. So we get. Did Did you know the baby was going to be a zombie baby? Yes. Yeah, I I kind of knew immediately. Uh, this was just a speculation on my part but she had been bitten in a little ruffle with a, a zombie inside the mall and i, th- I think there's... it was just a scratch 
I, I feel like it was a bite mark. You know, I, I think she tells him that, and then they, they don't reveal it to, to the group. Because um, while they're at the mall, they actually have their own uh, area where, where they're staying. Um, but uh, he mentions in one scene, and I don't know this if this was true or if he was saying it to calm her, but he mentions that the, the bite mark was healing. And, like, in my mind, from what I've seen, like, on TV and stuff, I was just thinking, oh, she's healing, so she's not going to die. And perhaps the baby would be infected with whatever she's infected with. Mm -hmm. So eventually when she does die, I knew she would turn, but I was expecting a zombie baby for sure. Uh, so what did you think about that? We got this woman who is Norma. She comes into their living area. Uh, which seems to be kind of quarantined, but not really. You know, they're definitely separated from the group. But she finds out that um, Luda has turned, and and Andre is standing there holding the baby. Is basically like, "Oh, you're here to kill my family." And then they have this shootout. I first off, be before you say anything, I had no idea that this was <laughs> going to get that bloody, uh, where they have a shootout. Um, I but I really, I. I I didn't think he was going to be that way. Like I, I didn't know he was going to protect his family in that manner. Um, so, but what are your thoughts? Um, you know, just it's a, it's a way of showing how families can be torn apart by a zombie apocalypse. You know, um, this this whole family was just destroyed in like a few seconds because of a little bite. Um, you know, Andre went obviously he went crazy, but um, no, it was a, it was a, it was a, a well shot sh scene. It was a well shot scene. Um, did you buy it though? Did Did you buy his motive, or maybe not motive, but that that he was really trying to protect his his family? I, I do remember there was that um, one conversation he had. I, I think it was with Ken, and basically he's saying that you know, like his upbringing wasn't the greatest, and by having this child, he wanted to do right. He wanted the child to have everything. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like, dude, look, look at that kid. It's like, it's, it's a lost cause. Like in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they they have a, a pretty bloody shootout. Um, one of the other information, uh, or I guess fun facts that I read on IMDb, um, the the makeup people, you know, who who did the effects and. And the looks of the of the zombies, they reference a lot of like forensic photographs, you know, to kind of make it look real. Did, did, are there any zombies that really stuck out to you that that really creeped you out? That um, uh, maybe you liked their, you know, the scene where they die and stuff. Um, I didn't really get too many good looks at the zombies. That really made me go, wow. Um, what about that bloated one uh, that they bring in, which I, I think it was a woman, and oh, she kind of died yeah. on the spot. Yeah, I mean, when they brought her in, she she already looked like a zombie. I don't know why they tried to help her. I know. <laughs> I was like... She was already if, starting to turn. Uh, apparently, that was played by a man also. Oh, that's unfortunate. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if, if I saw the, the woman be brought in or the man, um, I would probably be like one of those ignorant security guards where I'd be like, holy crap, and then just shot her. Yeah. Um, just just kind of jumped the gun a little bit because you're scared. Yeah, but, you know, obviously I'd have a good reason because, I mean, she, she looks dead already. Yeah, you know, like, I know it's really hard to to kind of fathom or to, to even grasp the concept of a zombie if if a zombie apocalypse just kind of breaks out, right? So let's put ourselves in Anna's shoes in the very beginning of the movie. 
you saw all that was happening. Mm-hmm. And then once they get inside the mall, they, she, they allow, you know, a couple people to turn and stuff. Like, I would imagine she would have like, look, this happened to my husband or fiance, whatever he was to her. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt she should have said all of that and, and that people turn quickly, you know, and they need to isolate those people that appear to, to be dying. I know very little is known, but I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's hard for me just because we're around this stuff so often in different forms of media that if I were, gosh, like, I guess we're supposed to kind of buy in that in this universe, they have not been privy to any of this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Would you kind of would you see it that way? Is that why some of these people are a little little ignorant? We're, we're supposed to believe that, right? Mm-hmm. I think that I think you'd have to in order to buy it a little a little bit more, because one of the things I want to ask you: Can you think of any instances where somebody does something really stupid? Oh yeah. Okay. In so, a zombie movie in general? This one, in this particular movie. This so, one. like, the first one I want to mention is Michael, which we've talked a very little about, and he is one of the main characters. I really love the fact that they made him, and tell me if you laughed at the scene, when they revealed that he sells TV at Best Buy. Yes. You did. Okay. I did not. And I wondered, like, I, I think it was played for laughs in the movie theater, but when he said that, I go, that makes sense, and I love it. Because he is just a plain ordinary guy, you know. He he's he's not a Rick Grimes. He's not the cop, right? So he's just a dude that sells TV, and and you and you see that, you know. You don't see him try to be like a superhero, you know. I think he um, there, there's that one point where he's trying to convince CJ like, look, um, I, you know, planes are flying. I think we should paint, you know, SOS signs up on the roof. You know, convince the CJ. CJ said, "All right, you know, there's some paint over in hardware, you know." And then he's like, "You know, hey, thanks." You know, so he doesn't really try to take the lead. He's like incepting plans, you know. So, uh, so I really dig his character, but his dumbass character at one point where they split up, he hears. I think I think it's him. Isn't he the one with that fine? That hears like noises behind a door, opens it up, and it's like a zombie eating another man. Yes. Yeah. So again, that's like. One of the first biggest stupid moments there. Uh, what are some others that you recall? Um, let's see, a stupid moment. At the top of my head, it was definitely during... It was, it was with Andre. Andre made a really stupid decision. I forget what it was, though. Um, well, it, keeping his wife alive. But, I mean, I, I understand. I understand it, but it is that is dumb. Yeah, no, he, he, I don't know, Andre's made some stupid mistakes with, uh, you know, before his wife got bitten and things like that, but I just can't remember what it was. It's when they're searching out throughout the mall, and you see Andre, and he just, oh, um, I can't remember, I can't remember, but I, I do know that Andre's made some stupid decisions. Yeah, uh, how, how, anybody else? Oh, well, what about Nicole? You, you don't like her? Oh yeah, yeah. She she risked her life to save a dog, which wouldn't have gotten any attention from any zombie whatsoever. Um, endangered a lot of other people's lives, and oh yeah, it actually killed somebody. Two people actually. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I really don't like her, and somehow she survived. Um, also, the the old man. Uh, Glenn, his name is ironically. I not ironic, but interesting, right? That that, that there's that kind of comparison to The Walking Dead. We have a character named Glenn. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, making okay, I don't I don't know if we're this far, but um, you know, they should have like a, a you jump tr- around, it's okay. Okay, so they they when they're in their the made up trucks, you know, try to get to place to place, they have these chainsaws, and you know, they, they uh these chainsaws out the sides so they can cut down any zombies that are hanging on the sides and whatsoever, and you know that they're they're going away from they're running away from zombies, and uh, the truck takes a hard left, and you know this, this guy he has the chainsaw going, he falls over and cuts a woman open, and it's like. Well, I was just stupid. Why don't you like turn off the chainsaw or put it down or something? Like you, you'd think they had like some sort of safety precautions in case something like that ever happens, so they wouldn't kill each other. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but it's kind of like uh, the heat of the moment. You know, they it's not something they've like rehearsed or practiced. They just kind of just like this was the idea, and they're just gonna run with it. Well, at least you know, like put make, put the chainsaw in the truck, not just like let people yeah freely hold it. It'd yeah, it'd be a lot that. safer. Okay. Because, you know, they, they, they're, they're trucks. They put a lot of thought into them, obviously. Right. Like, Sure. Um, it, it's it's a really good thing, except for that one flaw, which killed two people. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that that happens in <laughs> zombie apocalypse. Uh, any other deaths that you liked or any other zombies? Uh, there's one that I really liked, but I forgot what it was. I think it was something like on the other side of the fence and it scared one of the characters or something. And I was just like, oh, that's a really interesting looking looking zombie. Yeah, there was a zombie where um, it kind of zoomed up when the when they um, inflamed it, put it on fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it zoomed up to the face. And I was like, ooh, these are nice, nice makeup. What What did you think about the, the garage scene? You know, where they're out there trying to like restart the generator or something. And uh, they, they get into the garage and there's like movement, but it ends up being a dog. Uh, what do you think about that scene there? Because we do find that there are some zombies. And actually, what do you think uh, about the zombies not even eating the dog? Well, firstly, I'm I'm just wondering how the dog survived. You know, it's, it's down there alone for for however long that they've been there. Probably like 20 days by then. Um, I don't know. It was, it was interesting. You know, you see all these other zombie media and they're all eating all types of things that are living. You know, dog, bird, um, gator. But um, I don't know. It was weird to me that they wouldn't eat the dog. Hmm. Yeah. Really hard to say. Um. All right. Do you got any other thoughts uh, of this movie? Um. It would be good to see a sequel. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll we'll probably talk a little bit about that because we got some uh, we got some feedback. Yeah. Um. Some some thoughts from uh, other friends of the of the show. So I haven't played this in a while, but we. I don't even know how to introduce it, but we have some feedback. I've got something for you. A Okay, and the first one we are going to play is from Jay of the uh, Jay Movie Talks uh, podcast. Uh, who will also be hosting the coverage of The Walking Dead, the upcoming Walking Dead, uh, on TV Ate My Brain, and I will be co-hosting on that. So uh, here's what Jay has to say. Hey, what's up, Peter, Phoenix? Um, glad to hear you guys are reviewing um, Dawn of the Dead 2004. Um, it's one of my favorite remakes. Um, one of the few, actually, um, remakes that I truly enjoy. Um, it's probably one of Zack Snyder's better films, if not his best movie. 
Um, I'm a huge fan of this one. Uh, I thought that he did a very good job of paying homage to the original and not watering down uh, what George A. Romero actually did. If not more so doing how I feel most remakes should be done, which is expanding and making it their own movie. And that's definitely what Zack Snyder did with um, the cameos from original cast members um, and also with the name of a certain store in the uh, mall, uh, the Galen Ross store, which was named after the lead actress from the original film. Um, I just like a lot of the characters and how everything kind of played out very realistically. Um, I mean, if a zombie apocalypse ever happened, I could imagine it going something how it went in this movie hopefully not with the very fast moving zombies um but i do have a couple of questions i would like to, you know you guys to answer if you could uh one uh what do you think of the fast moving zombies compared to the traditional slow moving zombies um that are you know where george a romero kind of started you know, with the slow movers, what did you think of these very fast-moving zombies in Zack Snyder's movie? And the second question is, um, how do you feel about the ending of the movie in regards to, they kind of leave it, you know, ambiguous of what exactly happened. Um, what do you guys think actually happened at the very end? Glad that you guys did this and can't wait to listen to the episode. All right, Jay. Thank you very much for that. So uh, great, great thoughts um, on the movie there. But Phoenix, so his questions, um, you know, our thoughts of the ending and, and also the, the quick moving zombies. Are those the questions? Okay. Um, the ending, the ending was great. Um, yeah, he's, he, yeah, he mentions it's uh, left a little, a little ambiguous. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely ambiguous. Um, you know, you're hoping you see that these people survive, but um, you know, you see, uh, apparently the end credits, which we didn't get to see, you know, it's, you see that they're getting attacked by zombies, which is unfortunate because you know you kind of grow on some attachments to these characters, mm-hmm. except Nicole. I hope she got bitten, <laughs> but um, you know, I I hope to see. Well, I wish that they would have made a sequel. I guess there wouldn't be one now since this came out in 2004. Um, I mean, it still could. I mean, the sequels are made like 20 years after yeah. nowadays. Yeah, you can see see Anna and uh, Kenneth and uh, what's his face, the unimportant security guard. Um, you Terry? Know, this, uh, I want to say his name is Terry. Sounds sounds about right. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I want to see them all living nice and uh, having their own little little mall uh, fortified. Um, which also, um, reminds me that the mall thing kind of bugged me, you know, it's, it's a mall and, you know, malls are huge, plenty of food and stuff. And it's like, I, I don't think they're getting low to supplies. They were just, you know, living a life. I think they just got bored. So they decided to leave. Yeah. You know, eventually like, um, some kind of power will be out and then like any food they have will rot. So, um, I'm sure they can find, you know, ways to, to make it work, but, they, I mean, you're right. They are inside a mall. There could be like a hunting store with like dehydrated food, mm-hmm. you know, that can last for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, a sequel, yeah. I, or I mean, the ending. I I would like a sequel just because I did like this movie a lot. Um, so, 
So what do you think about the the fast-moving zombies? Well, they were definitely a change of pace from walkers to zombies. Change of pace. I, I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, seeing these fast zombies, I was just like, holy crap, you know. And the walkers are nice and slow. And uh, I don't know how anyone really dies from them because, you know, they're walking. But um, I would definitely be really scared. I mean, because uh, yeah. those those zombies like sprinted, and like the one that really scared me not the most, but when I my first like holy s moment was when um they got to the mall and they see like that that uh, Asian zombie. You know, he just sprinted like at them, and uh, apparently that uh, that actor he is an amputee actor as well. Uh, so they they you know just added like a prosthetic arm, so no CG was done with him. Well, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. So uh so thank you Jay uh, very much for that. The next one is from Eric. And this is what he had to say. Hey everybody, it's Eric from Assisted Dream Podcast, the remake of Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead's one of those movies in the horror genre that is just untouchable in most people's eyes. I mean, the thought of a remake is just sacrilege. When I heard about the remake, I wasn't I wasn't exactly a big fan of Dawn of the Dead growing up. I mean, I I respected it, but it wasn't one of my favorite movies, and, and so I was like, okay, fine, remake it, I don't care, and I didn't rush out to see it, but then um, one night I was hanging out with my friends, and they were like, yeah, have you seen it yet? Nah, man, I haven't seen it, so we went and saw it, and I was like, I can I can spare like $2 or whatever it was, because it was at the, it was at the uh, dollar theater at the time, so um, I watched it, and I, I, I mean, from the moment it started, I... I just loved it. I was sucked in. And then that whole opening scene, I just loved the way it was shot. Like that one part was like one continuous shot. And then you see the helicopter from the original Dawn of the Dead fly over the car at one point. It's just, I don't know. I could sit here. I could do a whole podcast myself. And I probably will one day on the movie. And But um, I enjoyed it. I thought, I mean, it's nothing like the original. They take the idea of um a zombie apocalypse and the survivors chill out in the mall and live for a few months i mean that's really the only thing they took and the name but one thing i really enjoyed and it's not not too many remakes do this i mean you think they would but they had actual people involved in the original and they had like little references and um i don't know uh, if, if uh pete and phoenix will go into it uh, in fact, uh, there's like three actors in the scene where one dude is watching TV. There's a, a sheriff who is, is Tom Savini. And uh, I really hope that Pete goes on about who Tom Savini is. Because, I mean, you can't really talk about... You can't talk about any horror movie without talking about Tom Savini. But he was the special effects guy for the original Dawn of the Dead and Day of the Dead. And uh, oh, lots and lots of movies in the late 70s to well to probably to like the 90s i mean he was like one of the big dogs and uh, like i said uh ken foray was the star of the original dawn of the dead and he's the um the tele-evangelist in the one scene and he's he has the line when there's no more room in hell the dead will walk the earth and that was one of his lines in the original and then there's like a uh, army guy he was like uh, Ken Foray's best friend in uh, the original, and there's uh, there's a uh, clothing store called Galen Ross or something like that, and that was uh, one, the lead actress from the original Dawn of the Dead. So um, 
God, there's like so much that uh, I want to touch upon. But I mean, it had a lot of cool, you know, throwbacks to the original. But it's really nothing like the original. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I loved it. I mean, I was really surprised. And it, it actually made me go back and buy the original on DVD. And I watched it. And it's like, it made me appreciate the original more. I mean, and that's not to say that the remake is bad. It, it's The remake is a totally different beast. And I love both movies. I mean, it's actually probably... It is actually one of my favorite remakes, along with The Hills Have Eyes, in this long list of, you know, classic horror movies being remade that has happened since... Well, I mean, it happened... You could say it happened back in 98 with Psycho, but, I mean, it really didn't get big until, like, 2003 when we got Willard and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And it kind of hasn't stopped. It kind of amplified over the years. So you could, you know throw a rock at a at a horror movie and it's more than likely a remake of something that came out you know 20 to 40 years before so yeah i mean i think everyone in the movie did a great job i think Zack snyder his style really worked and you would think that the running zombies in the movie would be a turnoff but nah man i mean, it actually kind of it created good suspense I really like the remake of Dawn of the Dead, and it's, I highly recommend it, and I think, uh, I, I want to thank Pete for asking me to chime in. Check out It's Just a Dream podcast on iTunes and Stitcher the month of October, every day. I'm going to put out a new episode, the 31 days of Halloween, but then after that, once November hits, it'll be, um, once every, every Friday, so check that out on iTunes and Stitcher. And once again, uh, thanks for having, uh, thanks for having me on. So, oh yeah, um, Pete wanted me to ask, or come up with two questions to ask, uh, him and Phoenix. I guess they would have to be, uh, what's your favorite zombie movie? And I guess you don't necessarily have to be a movie. I mean, it could be a TV show, video game, anything like that. Um, and, uh, since the big change between from uh, slow zombies to fast zombies, running zombies. What what do you actually think prefer? What do you think is actually scary? And you know, really think about that. What is scarier, uh, slow moving zombies or fast moving zombies? Really think about that. All right, Eric. Thank you very much for the uh, quote unquote brief uh, brief <laughs> brief message there. Uh, really enjoyed that. Um, I will be looking forward to your coverage uh, once you drop that. Um, but yeah, uh, so similar question uh, that he asked uh, as of Jay, the the, the fast moving zombies, um, but also favorite zombie movies. So so that's an interesting one. Be- before we get into that, he uh, put me on blast and is like, oh, Pete better <laughs> better mention Tom Savini. Okay, I don't know him by name, but I know the work that he has done. Uh, he had a little cameo as the sheriff on TV when CJ was watching it. I appreciate all his work. You know, uh, I'm not a I'm not a big horror guy, so I, you know, I don't know a lot of these names. And um, Tom Savini off the off the off the jump, I apologize, didn't ring a bell to me. But uh, again, not my genre. That's your guys's. Uh, I reached out to Eric and Jay because they are uh, my horror movie buddies. But um, so we kind of already mentioned the the, the fast paced zombies. I, I think that scare the crap out of the the, the two of us um, but as far as favorite zombie anything again I don't this isn't my genre not my forte but 
I'm going to just kind of be generic and say The Walking Dead, uh, though I am starting to fall off a little bit, and I'm hoping that this Negan uh, storyline is going to reel me back in as a fan. Um, I did get a picture with uh, Steven Yeun, you know, who played Glenn, Mm -hmm. so that's pretty much it where I am with with zombies. What about you, Phoenix? Well, I love The Walking Dead. But you know, see, you said that, and I don't want to like go on that too. Um, no, that's okay. You can say that, but yeah, anything else that you could think of? I you you I, don't I watch like, the show. I, I love Shaun of the Dead. That's a that's a great movie. Yeah, I've seen I've seen like a little bit of it on TV. It's uh, it actually looks really funny. Yeah, it's really um, good. Done very well. Yeah, um, my favorite zombie media would probably be um, this this show called I Zombie. It's it's on the CW. Okay. Um, I've heard of it. Yeah, it's a pretty interesting show. Um, zombie wise, it. It's 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 intriguing to me, you know, to see zombies in a way that you haven't, you know, intelligent, because um, that's really what zombies are on the show. They're they're more intelligent than just mindless and walking around. Um, you know, this Dawn of the Dead though is probably my second favorite zombie movie now. Um, third zombie media, it's well, okay, first all time is Walking Dead, but you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that's you know that's what everyone says you know it was fair zombie story Walking Dead yeah um, but yeah I Zombie Dawn of the Dead and then um, Zombie Land Zombie Land is good oh okay yeah yeah Zomb- Zombie Land's really good too I I think I've only seen it like twice though I I wouldn't well I I don't like it that much like it's good but mm-hmm. you know I'm never gonna be like ah, I I feel like throwing in Zombie Land now this one I can say oh yeah let's let's throw in Dawn of the Dead yeah. Um, okay, yeah, so thank thank you guys for uh, sending me in that feedback. I do appreciate it. So, Phoenix, let's get into uh, some some uh, ratings here. Uh, what would you uh, rate this movie? I'd rate this a uh, f- solid 4 out of 5. Okay. Yeah, it was a really good movie. Um, really well shot. A lot, of, a lot of great scenes. Not much to bash on. Um, Zack Snyder. Yeah, <laughs> Zack Snyder, unfortunately. Yeah. But, the um, first Dawn movie he's made. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Nicole killed a lot of the movie for me. I don't know. I just I really didn't like her. Um, yeah, there's there's not much to hate. Um, you know, I just didn't think that leaving the mall was a very smart decision. They didn't have to. I felt that they could have taken a lot more from the gun store. You know, like if if Rick and company found that gun store in The Walking Dead, you can bet that they'd have like a whole like whole shenanigans set up like that there was more weapons in there than the the prison had which was a lot like they had bucket full of guns yeah um i just felt like the the group and the survivors at the mall that they could have they could have done more okay um I, I i guess i like it a little bit more but also a little surprised that that it's only a four uh i thought it would be a little bit higher uh yeah i i would this I mean, again, it's not my genre, but uh, this is—I would definitely put it up there. Uh, definitely not. I don't think it's better than Shaun of the Dead because that one—it's—it's it's hard to compare the two or put them up against each other because Shaun of the Dead is a comedy, um, and and they're both done very well. But you know, this this would be Shaun of the Dead would probably be like top three this type of movie. You know, uh, where people are. Uh, infested with things because I I also like Contagion which is like a different type of movie as well you know um, things like that Uh, Z Nation right is that the title Uh, the TV show right oh okay maybe not um, World War Z oh World War Z the the Brad Pitt one yeah 
Yeah. I thought you were talking about Z Nation, which is a TV show, because yes. I, okay, I, so I like that a lot. My bad. Uh, yeah, I meant World War Z. So, you know, the, the, those are kind of up there. So, uh, Dawn, of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead would be top five. I, I'm not ranking these in comparison to anything else, but I would definitely say Dawn of the Dead is probably definitely top five. Uh, but I'm going to give this a four and a half. I, you know, I liked it that much. Uh, definitely. Look, look. You tell me that this, Zack Snyder directed this, I'd be like, no, you're, you're lying. But but I've known that this was his first movie and all of that for a very long time. Um, by the way, did we mention that this is the first time we've seen this movie, the two of us? Um, no. I, I, I mean, I would think that people, you know, could figure that out, right, from from our review. But yeah, this was the the first time watched for the both of us. Uh, this was a movie I didn't avoid, but I just didn't watch uh, when it came out. So. I'm going to give it a four and a half. I enjoyed it that much. We own this movie. So, you know, maybe around Halloween, we, we start watching this a little bit more and, and, you know, just really nothing else to watch. Uh, the special features were cool. You know, I really like the behind the scene thing. So, so definitely uh, check that stuff out. So uh, I think that pretty much wraps it. Uh, thank you, Phoenix, for, you know, coming on to, to do this movie mm-hmm. uh, as kind of a, you, you know, like a Halloween-themed episode. So we yeah. wanted to do one that was a little bit scarier. Um uh, I wanted to do something a little bit different because, you know, you usually come on for like the family stuff. And then mm-hmm. like once in a while, I try to give you something a little bit more, more adult. So, mm-hmm. uh, but expect you to come on sometime again uh, into the future. Mm-hmm. So uh, for anyone that did enjoy this particular review with Phoenix, um, check out our earlier stuff too. And just look at the show notes. Anytime that says Peter and Phoenix, he's on that episode. So mm-hmm. uh, he's been doing this since he was 13. He is 16 now. If you want to hear his thoughts, check out our older reviews. Yep, you can so. hear my little uh, young un puberty hit voice <laughs> yeah it's, you it's know go to our very first episode and and compare his voice then and now so like yeah he's, he's definitely definitely gotten older and uh, voice got deeper so um yeah so, so so that wraps it up thank you everybody for listening um until the next episode i'm peter i'm phoenix and this is hydrate level four there's a man going around taking names and he decides who to free and who to blame. Everybody won't be treated all the same. There'll be a golden ladder reaching down when the man comes around. The hairs on your arm will stand up at the terror in each sip and in each sup. Will you partake of that last offered cup or disappear into the potter's ground when the man comes around? Hear the trumpets, hear the pipers. <laughs>